ghouls and ghosts, specters of all ages, welcome to a new episode of The Crow's Nest. I am your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and this right here is our little side content adjacent to the main episodes of Retro Redoctopus, where we like to kind of talk about whatever sparks our interest at the time, at the moment, whatever is timely for us now. And this episode happens to tie into our most recent episode, all about Ghostbusters, and whether or not Bustin does in fact make one feel good. If you haven't heard that episode yet, then what are you doing? Get out of here! I'm just playing. But if you have heard that episode, then great! I have some history to share. In that episode... I mentioned a scene from Ghostbusters 2 where Ray descends down into the sewers beneath the streets of New York City and discovers a huge pink slime river. He, uh, he points out that it's flowing through something called the old pneumatic transit system. And he's kind of shocked that it's still there. Now, I saw this detail and immediately it got the gears in my head turning. I was really curious to what this was that he was talking about. What is the pneumatic transit system? They showed a quick flash of the tunnel above it, and it said 1870 pneumatic transit. And I'm like, is this real? Did this movie just make this random thing up? What is this? So I kind of wanted to look up a little bit more information about it and share that with you guys here and not clutter our main episode with this history lesson because as you guys know we tend to we tend to jabber on too long anyway so why bloat already a 2 hour almost 2 and a half hour episode with history i'm going to bring it to you here so keeping it optional for you but i just had to know more i was really curious and uh, i did some research so i wanted to share that with you guys so, the Beach Pneumatic Transit System was one of the earliest attempts at public transportation in New York City. Uh, this was developed by Alfred Eli Beach, and uh, his pneumatic or air-driven transit concept was initially shown off at the American Institute Fair in 1867. He believed that this could revolutionize public transportation, and in 1869, he began constructing a pneumatically powered subway tunnel underneath Broadway. Beach funded this project with $350,000 of his own money. Now, mind you, this is 1869. So $350,000 is worth about $5.5 million today. Unfortunately, however, Beach did not receive full support from the local top political brass uh, with his transportation system. So, in order to placate them, convince them that his idea was maybe a little bit more worthwhile, Beach said that he would also build multiple smaller pneumatic tubes strictly for mail delivery within his larger tunnel. Turns out this plan actually worked, and it allowed him to continue with development. This tunnel that he was building was completed in just 58 days, and was done by 1870, hence the date on the tunnel in the movie. The tunnel itself was 312 feet long and 8 feet in diameter, and it featured a single car which ran from underneath Broadway to the middle of Murray Street, which was a distance of about one block, totaling about 300 feet in all. Uh, 
Now, this Seoul station was opened for public use on February 26th, 1870, and anybody who wanted to ride was charged 25 cents fare. All the proceeds went to the Union Home, as well as the School for Soldiers and Sailors Orphans, which I thought was kind of cool that he, rather than trying to recuperate his costs, was actually giving any kind of money back to the community. I think that's awesome. Uh, The station was operational as a public attraction more than as a useful means of transportation. I mean, you got to figure it's only 300 feet. So nobody's really going to go to this transit station and be like, oh my God, I just cannot possibly walk one more block. Good thing there's this elaborate transportation system underground for, for bringing me that exact one block I need to go. Thank God. Thank God for you, Alfred Beach. You're the man. Uh, But really, it was just more of a curiosity factor. People just kind of thought it was neat. There was nothing like that. Um, So this was operational from 1870 uh, to 1873. So three years, which honestly is kind of a lot for how little it really did. Uh, The tunnel was eventually closed down uh, after operation stopped in 73, and it was sealed off. There was no way to access it anymore. Uh, And this tunnel wouldn't actually be seen again until 1912. Uh, In 1912, there was some nearby renovations going on uh, to a building that was above ground. And it resulted in some of the workers there digging into the old tunnel and actually discovering the passenger car still inside, which uh, was kind of surprising for people. Um, the, uh, the technology, you know, the pneumatic system of delivery, while ultimately abandoned for personal transportation, is still used today in many buildings. Um, you know, if you've ever been to a drive through bank where you kind of put the little, you know, parcel in the tube and it shoots it up and brings it to somebody inside that's pneumatic transportation um actually beach's whole initial project gave rise to the new york uh new york city pneumatic tube mail system which was apparently a major method of delivering mail across new york city which was operational until uh 1953 so all in all I thought this was a very interesting piece of Americana, a fascinating historical tidbit nestled into our supernatural blockbuster, Ghostbusters 2. And I really just wanted to share that with you all. I thought it was so interesting. And honestly, I had never heard of it before. No one had ever mentioned it. And ultimately, it wasn't super impactful. You know, it's not like it necessarily paved the way for our modern um you know, transportation system, the modern subway. Honestly, it's it's more just a, a kind of historical curiosity, you know, someone's first crack at it, if you will. Um, but, you know, when, when he was developing his pneumatic transportation system, the, you know, electronic, uh, uh, electric-powered transportation, you know, railways and such were fast on the horizon you know people were perfecting that technology and you know it was before long you had a a much more efficient way of of actually moving people long distances so even if it wasn't super impactful in the grand scheme of things very cool very interesting and uh, a piece of new york city lore 
that I think should never be forgotten. It's it's really fascinating stuff. So that's it. I'm not going to keep you guys too long. I hope you enjoyed my little history lesson, and I will catch you all on the next one. This has been 8-Bit Alchemy, signing up.